I am so excited to be here today. We are starting a new podcast series. And by we, I mean, we are going to be doing Strong Boss Bitches with Meredith and Monica. So stay with us. We are going to be here for the next few weeks. Here we go. Hello, everyone. This is Meredith with a Y, and I am your host, Meredith Willits. Today, we are going to go deep, changing lives, and I am giving you the keys to the castle. I'm back with my bestie here, Monica Morton. Thank you so much for doing this with me. Pleasure. I'm so excited. Hey, everybody, get ready for Strong Boss. Oh, bring it. We're bringing it today. And let me tell you what, she drove in today from Atlanta so that we could do this together in the same room with the energy that we're both bringing. And we have already knocked out some amazing topics that are coming up over the next few weeks. So tell us what we're talking about today, Monica. Today, we're going to be talking about Cinderella is a damn fairy tale. Let's heal and get real. How about that for a title? I'll tell you what. I can't wait. I tell you what. I love me some Cinderella, but we need to put that girl to bed. We need to put her to bed and Snow White and all of those Disney princesses. Cinderella, Cinderella, Uh, we need to put that girl to bed. I'm serious. Because... It ruined us. We think that a man needs to come save us when our foot is the right size, when our waist is, when our clothes are wet, and then he's going to come save us from death and destruction in the middle of the forest or from a bad life. You know what? I I love the idea of what it stands for. I love the idea of hope. I love the idea of turning a bad situation into something positive. I get that part. But there are literally tens of millions of women and little girls that have bought into that fairy tale. Yeah. It is just that it is a animated fairy tale. It's not real. It's not real. And you have so many women that can't understand why they can't find a mate or why they're not in a relationship. It is because you are starting off with a completely wrong idea and conception about what makes a relationship real. And being saved and all. You cannot be saved and enter a relationship. We were just talking before we hit record. You have to show up whole. You do. And that goes back to the Jerry Maguire. I talked about it a few months ago on my podcast, which is that whole disaster. You complete me. That statement. It's killed us. It has literally killed relationships killed the idea of what love really is. Nobody should complete you. You have to come to the table 100%. I don't even like that analogy when I hear people say, well, you bring your 50 cent, I'll bring my 50 cent and we'll make a dollar. Guess what? Both of y'all asses still got 50 damn cents. Okay. It's some bullshit. You're two halves. That's that's crazy. You're two halves. You have to come to the table whole mentally, financially, spiritually, and emotionally come to the table whole. Women are too busy looking for a man to save them and fix them. Nobody can fix you. You have to put in the work, do the work, get your head right, get your finances right, be emotionally stable. And most of all, understand your value. Yeah. We have a value. There is a value to what we bring to the table. And you know what's so funny? I put a TikTok up, up, you know, it's talking to women in their 20s, you know, from a woman over 30. And it was one of the things that I had said was know your value. And when I tell you, and and there were some real cute gals that commented, know your value and then add tax. And I was like, that's cute. That's cute. But but there were so many women that were like, I don't even know what you mean by that. What do you mean my value? How about that? They had no idea what that meant. Like, and then I said, and if you don't know your value, make a list. They had no idea what I was talking about. And I'm like, how do you not even understand the concept that you bring value by just existing? Absolutely. Just your mere existence Absolutely. brings value. Absolutely. And you know what? It's funny because I was talking to somebody the other day. I was talking to a friend girl mm-hmm. and we were talking about she just had a betrayal happen mm. in, in a friendship. And I said, everything happens for a season or reason. Mm-hmm. Pause. Look at it. 
What is the lesson in what happened you to, to you? You have to look for the lesson. You have to look for the lesson. Because otherwise it's just- Because what yeah. she realized is that she valued the friendship, but the other person didn't. Right. Because when people value the friendship, they respect your time. Mm. They respect the fact that when you do show up, you are showing up authentically. Just how our friendship is. You know that I give you a kidney. You know that I love you. There's nothing I wouldn't do for 100%. you. But I also know that you respect me and you would do the same for me. Right. I would never do anything to harm our friendship, your time, or our relationship. That's something people don't think about. Right. They just treat each other any and all kinds of ways. And what they don't understand is that that mentality carries over into their personal relationships, their yeah. intimate relationships, which goes back to the value thing. Yeah. I have, you, you know this, I'm a private detective. You guys don't know I'm a <laughs> private detective. I've worked over 6,000 investigations. I'm currently a crime expert on a crime, true crime series TV show right now. I'm, I'm stunned at all of the feedback that I'm getting when it comes down to women saying, you know, I, I love the, your confidence. I, I love what I see you doing as a private detective. And, you know, I want to do that. Well, you can. And it's almost like they're taken aback because they've never dreamed. There's nothing that you can't accomplish. Yeah. You cannot let this world and this society set your value. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you something. You, we talk about this all the time. Yep. That mean girl shit, that shit is real. Big time. The shit that I see women do to each other out here, it drives me insane. The things that people say on social media, I'm just like, who, who, first of all, who died and left you in charge? Right. What gives you the right? I know it was a couple of times I saw some of your posts that people were coming for you. And I was just like, what is happening with people in the world? And if they were standing in front of me, no one they would, would never say it. Never. But they feel totally comfortable Emboldened. with belittling somebody, yeah. demeaning somebody, or even devaluing somebody. And when it goes back to my work as a private detective, this is something that I personally struggle with when I see it is women that allow themselves to be abused yeah. mentally, emotionally, financially, and physically. I just don't understand. But it goes back to the beginning of this conversation is they have to tolerate it because of their mindset that without that man, they're going to become Cinderella. They're going to become, they're going to go back to that. They're, they're, they don't have their value system. They don't have their value. They don't know what they bring to the table. They don't know that they're complete. And so they, th this is why we see women stay in abusive relationships, mentally, physically, emotionally abused relationship, because they are like, well, what do I do without this definition that I've defined myself as this man's wife? But see, that's girlfriend. the Cinderella. That's the Cinderella right. concept that they are looking for somebody to complete them. I'm single. You know that. Yeah. I would love to be married. Everyone out there, man, listen, I mean, she's, go, go, if you're not watching this on YouTube, go check. So go, go, go see the, what's going on over silly. here. I would love to be married. I would love to be in a serious monogamous spiritual partnership. Yeah. That is what I am looking for, but I understand my value. I'm successful. I'm wealthy. I'm confident. I don't deal with bullshit. You don't deal. With I don't bullshit. deal with bullshit. And so, you're a Libra. So if you're so about playing games, <laughs> you know, and see, that's what everybody wants to do. They want to play with your feelings. They want to play with your time. I had this man say this to me at the post office. I think I told you this. I The whole post office fell out laughing because <laughs> they heard him. This is what he said to me. I'm standing in the line and, you know, trying to mail my little packages off. And he said, he said, you are such an attractive lady. He said, but you look like you don't take no bullshit. He said, and lady, I'm full of bull. I said, see. <laughs> Keep it pimping. Keep it pimping. <laughs> Keep it stepping. Yeah. Keep it. Thank yeah. you. We're Thank good. You. We're good. I'm good. But that's the truth because yeah. when you put that energy out there, it stops that bullshit. They don't even step to you. With no. It. But see, no. again, that's confidence. Yeah. That dispels the Cinderella thing. Right. Where you looking for somebody to come yeah. rescue you. Well, I remember I had this guy I was friends with. Still, still like he's a wonderful person. And we were good friends when I was single. That's before my husband, Jim. And I really adored him. You know, he was good dad, nice guy, you know, and he said, I could never be with you because you don't need saving. 
did he say that to my face? And I respected the fact that he said that, but then everyone he dated after me, I'm like, wow, bitch needs saving over there. <laughs> How about that? I can say that. And he did. He goes, you don't need saving. But see, I, you I know feel I, I respect that. Yes, he, he needed to be helped. I respect He that. needed to feel useful. He needed to feel like he was completing somebody. Oh and there was nothing that I needed. I had my own house. I had my own car. I had my kids. I was raising. I had a job. I didn't need anything. I wasn't needy. So let me ask you this. What do you think is the core reason that there are so many women, literally millions of women that feel incomplete? The devil in their head telling them they're not enough. Wow. Which is coming from society, parents, social media, the church, their school, telling them that when they woke up this morning, they weren't enough. They were not enough. Their waist needed to be smaller. Their foot is too big. Their hair is too curly. Their skin is too dark, dark. or too freckly or yeah. whatever. And so yeah. Black when women you deal with that a lot. Colorism. Forget it. I mean, we're oh, going to have no. a whole. Well, please, please, we, we got a whole. Topic. I mean, please stay tuned for that. because We're going to fire that that's up. A, that's a show within itself. Seriously, within it itself. Is. It is. And the thing of it is, is. I, I think that all women have this in common is the negative self-talk of thinking that they wait for the man to like them. And they're really not concerned with if they like the man. Exactly. But then one day, six months, a year down the road, they wake up and go, I don't even like him. Yes. He's not even someone I like. And I put one of those things on TikTok. I said, never date a man you wouldn't marry. Because you're getting yourself emotionally, That's physically true. involved That's with powerful. someone. That's really powerful. That you would never even consider. You're That's wasting powerful. your energy and your spirit and your body. That's powerful. Right? That's powerful. You need to start looking and going, would I marry this person? If not, you are wasting your soul. That's true. That's very true. And people are like, well, what about just dating for fun? No, have friends for fun. There you go. Have friends for fun. We don't need any more friends. Yeah. We got enough friends. Yeah. Because I understand when you're young, you have to date to, to figure it out. To figure it out. Yeah. What you like, what you don't like. I get that part. But when I see grown ass women, I'm talking about 40s, 50s, 60s, and they're out here with this foolishness and yeah. can't understand why they don't have anybody or they've been married or divorced two, three, four, five times. It's like you have never taken a pause. Yeah. To one, value yourself. Find out what you like. And know what you like. What do you even like? Exactly. So that way you cannot allow people to waste your time. That's the biggie for me. I don't let people waste my time. Yeah. When I see it, you're on it. Out. Yeah. Because you're taking the space for the right person. I tell people this. I tell people this. You cannot so fill that space. I don't care if it's rescuing 22 dogs. If you get 22 dogs in your bed and you're wondering why you're single, no. Because that energy of partnerships is, is taken up. Absolutely. If you're filling it up with, you know, working 82 hours a week, don't ask me why you're not meeting people. It's because you're not taking time for yourself. And, and it's so important that we understand that, Energy is space. Energy is time. Energy is who we spend our time Absolutely. with, be it friends or, you know, whatever it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I'm going to tell you something else that I think is important. And I hope that our listeners and viewers will chime in to what, what I'm saying as well. I think it's really important to have, I say this all the time, and I just had one of my clients ask me to write a chapter in her book. Hmm. And it's one of the things that I commented on. I think every woman should have two friends that are her ride or die. Yeah. That will always be honest and be accountable. Yeah. Because I know that if I'm doing some crazy shit, you're going to say something to me. I already have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you're not nope. going to allow me to have twisted thinking, or be going in a direction that's not healthy or good for me. And you would do the same. Absolutely. But I think that a lot of times out of fear and shame, mm -hmm. women don't tell each other things. They'll say something after the fact when I come and I visit you and you got a black eye that I can see through your makeup. Yeah. See, you know, I'm getting ready to clock you. What the hell happened? What's right. going on? That's different to me. 
I shouldn't have to see the black eye. You right. should say, hey, girl, this is what happened. What do you think that I should do? Or how can I get out of this situation? Well, what just I just heard when you were saying that when gr- women aren't honest, you know, I wonder too, then if there's competitiveness that comes in, like, like I'll let you fail because that makes me, that's a session. That's a whole nother episode. I'll stand on your shoulders. Right. Because if I'm on top, then that means you're down. So there's also the competitive between women. See, oh, but that comes from a place of broken inside. Right. So if you're broken, I want you to be broken too. If I, if I'm all jacked up inside, then I can't be honest and in love with you and love you from a pure place because I'm broken. I have broken parts and we all have broken parts, Mm -hmm. but to really genuinely love another person, you have to be honest. You have to be honest. You have to be whole. You have to be working on your healing, which we're never healed, but we're working on it every day. I, I have a saying that I say all the time. You have to be strong enough to break your own heart. Oh, yeah. You really do. When you see yourself behaving in a toxic manner, you have a responsibility to yourself to get whole because how can you draw the love that you deserve if you're broken? You can't, but see, most people don't want to put in the work. They don't want to put in the work. It's not about reading books. It's not about take, you can take 50,000 damn classes. You can go to therapists. You can go to the life coaches. You can do all of that. Both of us are life coaches. If you're not willing to put in the work and change the behavior, the books don't mean nothing. Nope. The workshops mean nothing. You got to go to the therapist is only going, you're just going to be making $200 an hour off your ass. Right. And you're still going to be sitting there messed up in the head. You have to come to Jesus. You have you to have really, that moment. Really you have to be honest with yourself. When someone pisses you off and they haven't, like road rage. I look at that and I go, you you think the world revolves around you and you don't understand. You know what I mean? Like what is going on inside of you? And you have to be able to go to those dark places. You have to be allowed to be broken. You have to be okay with being not perfect. Absolutely. And I say this all the time. Because I say, tell everyone, look. This time you came back as the abused, but you know what? The last lifetime, you might've been the abuser and people fight me tooth and nail. No one wants to be the bad guy. No one wants to admit that they might've been been in a murderer in a past life. And guess what? We all share one energy. People are like, I don't share energy with pedophiles and murderers and I don't share energy. And I'm just like, see, that's the pious self. That's the I'm perfect self. That's the, um, there's nothing wrong with me self. And it's like, no, there's something wrong with all of us. And until you can look at that, the dark night of the soul, right? That that darkness that lives inside of each one of us and stare at it straight in the face and punch the shit out of it and go, no, we're going to do this today. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Because let me tell you what, no bad marriage comes because there's two healthy people living in it. Exactly. You know, show me me yelling at my kids. It's because I am inside of stress. I forgot to make the car payment. I don't have milk in the refrigerator and they right. come and ask me a question. That's my brokenness. Right. And here they come and they're pushing the broken buttons. Right. That's not them. Right. That's not their question. But see, you've done, you've put in the work. Yeah. You understand. And I'm okay with being broken. Absolutely. You understand at the core what your reaction is mm-hmm. and where it's and, how, from. and how to shift it. See, most people don't want to put in the work. They don't. And like I said, this Cinderella thing, there's so much pressure. There was a time, Mm. I think this was, I think I told you about this, but there was a time about seven years ago when every single last one of my married friends, male and female, were having an affair. Every single last one of them, male and female, were having an affair. And can't you just look Two at your marriage? You're all five, broken. It's crazy. <laughs> Two-year marriage, five-year marriage, seven-year marriage, eleven-year marriage, fifteen-year marriage, seventeen-year marriage, twenty-two-year marriage, twenty-seven-year marriage, thirty-two-year marriage. Stop. Every single last one of them, either the woman or the man or both, were having an affair. And what does that say? I was like, what in the hell is going on? But what does that say? Doesn't matter how long you're married. Absolutely. It doesn't matter it doesn't. where you are in life. It doesn't. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if you have a hundred kids or two or none. It's about the but see the Cinderella human. concept. Yeah, women feel so much pressure. Oh my god! About being married and being in a relationship. Yes, all of us want that, but it needs to be healthy. Right. 
It needs to be good. That person needs to bring something to the table to be an asset to you and to the relationship. Yeah. What do you want a man or a female or a partner or a lover or whatever? And they bring nothing to the table, nothing other than sex. Girl, I can get sex when I can get food, money, and water. Right. How about that? Right. I'm going to sit it out for me. Right. And somebody rolling up on you within five minutes. Yep. That means nothing. It is about true, intimate, contact and friendship and friendship and just reliability to know that somebody cares and it got your back. Yeah. And it's not related because of sex. Nope. You can, I mean, that's that please, like you I, said, I'm dime a dozen, dime a dozen. But please. see, that's what intimacy is, is that shared. But secret, people don't even sh- know what that is. Everybody people, thinks intimacy is sex. And it's not. And it isn't. No. It isn't. It has nothing to do with it whatsoever. Intimacy is, you know, being able to really sit down in silence and and, and, and open up your heart and not worry about vulnerability Vulnerability. and not worry about being judged. Because, you know, I don't give a shit what somebody thinks. There's only two people that I care what they think about Monica Morton. Mm -hmm. It's Monica Morton Mm -hmm. and my relationship with my God. Right. That's all I'm concerned about. Right. Is that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing as his child, his servant, his disciple here on this planet. Am I making the world a better place? Am I a good person? Am I making a difference? That's the only thing that I'm concerned about. Can I lay my head down at night? The rest of this bullshit, I don't don't care. But see, a lot of, I mean, I feel like the, the tide is changing. We're moving away. You know, now we got better Disney princesses representing all women, but a lot because of my TikTok, I, uh, I am reaching people from all over the world. And I do see so many young women that are like, I don't know what to do. I'm not, I'm not allowed to move out of my parents' house until I'm married, you know, in the middle East or in India. And, and you even see that a little bit here, you know, in the Bible belt of America, where these people, they're so old school. They're so stuck in tradition. These women are actually used as, as money, right? you know, as a dowry, right. as com- a commodity for the family. Fear is so ingrained, like very few, like then you go to the coast, you know, California, East coast, West coast, New York. Then you see people getting married when they're 30, 40, 50 years old and right. waiting until they are complete. Right. But I mean, there's going to be listeners out there hearing our voices and they're sitting in their parents' house going, yeah. I don't want an arranged marriage. I don't want to go from my parents' house to an old man's home because of an arranged situation right. or my parents don't. I mean, and I think that it's how, and people have said, what do I do about living in a household where I'm not allowed to have anything? I'm not allowed to have a life. I'm not allowed to have my own thoughts. I'm not allowed to just... And that's so hard being an American woman, yeah. knowing that my voice is being heard by these, yeah, that's tough. these gals that's who, tough. and and I want to tell them run. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I seriously. really do like, but seriously, then, but then you end up yeah. with these other poor girls that have run from abusive families and they do get traffic. They do end up homeless. They do have, you know, situations. So we are living in a world where people are hearing our voices. Women are hearing our voices. And so take what we're saying and do the best with what you have available right. to you, because not everyone that's listening to the two of us right now are living in America with right. choices. Very true. And so you can do your best with the situation that they're in. And, you know, we really are focusing this conversation on women that are living in the Western world mm-hmm. who do have choices of when they're going to get married and how they date and who they date. But I think so much of it is really when you are sitting in your bedroom at home, you know, before you're allowed to move out and whatever that looks like is find yourself in those moments. Ask yourself, like, do I like spicy food? Do I like this kind of music? Like, what do I like to wear? Do I, do I write? Do I journal? But those things add to your value. Yes. And that is what fills you up Absolutely. so that when you are in a marriage, be it arranged, right. you not arranged, you, like. you are in content. Yes. That lives inside of yeah. you. Contentment lives. Yes. If my husband came in the house right now and started kicking both our heads in, yeah, we're going to have a bad day. <laughs> we're going to, no, he's going to have a bad day because yeah, we're going to take him out. But, but you know, the thing of it is, is I have to be at peace. If my day is all kerfluffled here, 
and I go pick them up at the train station, yeah. it's going to start everything off on the wrong yeah, foot. It's like a snowball. You, you feed off of each other's yeah. energy. So, but it's so important that we as women and men who are out there listening, we need to know that no one is going to make us happy. Yeah. No one is going to fill up our tanks. Let's see, I think that it boils down to two things. Hmm. I think you have to build your self-esteem and you have to build your confidence. That's so important. So important. Because when you, at the core, are a confident person and your self-esteem is solid, nothing anybody says or they do Mm. will shift or affect you. You will, it'll begin to do what happens with ducks where it's water and it just rolls off a duck's ass. I I respect your opinion. Okay. I understand. I I hear you. I heard what you said, Mm -hmm. you know, and if there's any truth, I've had people say things and my response to them is, I heard you. If there is any truth in what you stated, I'll receive it. Mm -hmm. But if you are inaccurate about who I am and you think you know who I am, I rebuke it. I will not receive it. I'm all about shifting and changing and always being my best because sometimes people can see something that you can't see. Oh, and you have to be open and available. And you have to be open to receive it and course correct. Yeah. But I think that's a button someone's going to push. If someone walked in and was like, you know, you two aren't the baddest bitches I've ever seen. I would be like, please, you don't even know. Please. You ain't got, please. Not a clue. that doesn't touch us. But it see, hits the bounce. It's in a laugh right. because it, they don't know. They, they don't, don't know, know. who they I can't am, see who us. you are. They can't see you it. Know. They don't know. Absolutely. So if someone comes in and says anything like, whatever it is, it's not true. It doesn't affect you. It doesn't. It's when it does strike a chord. Yeah. And pisses you off and you're like, uh-oh, they just hit something. Yeah. They just hit something. Yeah. I feel irritated. Why yeah. am I irritated? Let me check in with that. Exactly. Let me check in with that. Yeah. You if know, it's anything, I remember I was dating a guy a couple of years ago and he said something. And I was so mad at him. He said, he said, you know, you have your moments where you are just this angry woman. Oh, girl, I was hot. Woo, I was hot. I was like, I am not an angry. OK, I am not an angry I woman. Not angry. I am not angry, girl. <laughs> but he was right. Right. And what I realized is that there was something that was happening in my life at the time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't handle it. I kind of tucked it away in the box and I was going to go back and kind of work on it. But it was sipping out. But it was, it was, it was, it was <laughs> kind of sipping out. <laughs> yeah. So when he said it, I didn't get angry with him. I even called him later and I said, no, sweetie. I said, I heard what you're saying, you're right. I said, I need to work on something. Yeah. And obviously it's spilling out into our relationship. Yeah. I said, I have, you know, and I apologize. I said, if it has interfered with our relationship in any kind of way, please accept my sincerest apology and give me an opportunity to course correct. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. That's what Be you're open. supposed to do. Be open. Be open. It doesn't mean somebody is attempting to, what's this gaslighting crap? Uh, oh my yeah. God, I'm so sick of Make that. you think that you're crazy. Out. Exactly. Exactly. There's a difference between that and somebody honestly, kindly, kindly, loving, bringing something to your attention for you to course correct. Yep. There's a difference between the two. But see, and, and, and my husband was always so good about this with our older son because Cody, you know, he got his phone and we would be in the house and then all of a sudden he'd be angry. And I'm like, Jim, I don't know what's going on with Cody. He's just so irritated. He goes, something happened inside that phone. That phone. Something social happened. Media. Social, right. Something. Yep. Yeah. And I would always be like, because of course it's always about me. Right. I think it's me being, you know, irritating him or not being a good mom or whatever it is. And Jim's like, no, it's not you. Something happened in the phone. Exactly. And, yeah. and you can start to peel back when you see someone that's always angry or bitter or, you know, these lunatics at, uh, <laughs> that's happening with the masks and on the airplanes and being escorted off and everyone's got this shit going on. And you're like, there's something living in them. Absolutely. There is anger inside Absolutely. of them from childhood or, or abuse something. or something, something. is yeah. going that's on. True. That's true. That these that's folks true. are this pissed off. Yeah. At people they have never met. Absolutely. The, and, and everyone else. And I mean, I'm, this is not a political conversation, but 
700 people on a plane have a mask on, but you got to cause some sort of stink. You know what I'm saying? And all we're trying to do is keep people alive and they're dying left and right. But yes. see, this, let's get back to Cinderella. Yeah. That fool went home to somebody. Mm-hmm. Now, I wonder what that person had to say about his actions. Did he call? Did she call did him out she on the carpet? Call him out on the carpet, or if it's his lover, it's his partner. Right. See, that's where you get back to the Cinderella stuff. Yeah. Because if that was my man, mm. and I found that, and I watched that video, and you acted a complete buffoon, I would be running, gr- gr- running. Gr- well, the locks would have been changed, so he could have got in the house right. anyway. Because who does that? Yeah. Do you understand that you're putting? everybody in jeopardy in peril and you're 40,000 damn feet in the damn air and you're acting a damn fool. Right. Cause now you've caused a problem. You've caused a problem. They've got to make an emergency landing to get your crazy ass off the damn plane. Cause you've had too many cocktails and you don't want to put a damn mask on. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? But then you have to ask yourself, is she sitting there not saying anything, which we see this where they don't say anything where they don't say anything because they don't want to get a divorce. They don't want to ruffle feathers. They don't want to have the difficult conversation. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing, too, is the difficult conversations and relationships. People don't want to have the difficult, like they're they're not self-assured enough to say, I'm not happy. Things aren't going the way they need to go. You're acting like a damn fool. You need to get off the couch and get a damn job. You're drinking too damn much. I just did a reel on that. I just did a reel on that. See, it's so crazy. You guys don't make fun of me, but I had, I'm a private detective, right? I have never had any social media up until about four months ago, five months ago. Yeah. Because I'm Olivia Pope. I fly under the radar. I don't want anybody knowing what I do. I mean, girl, because I work all over the world. I work undercover. I've got clients all over the place. And I am so stunned at what I've learned about social media. It is stunning to me. Like I said, the things that people say. And the things that they do oh, yeah. on social media, it is stunning to me. And I've always thought about how do you go back to your family? Like there's this one guy, right? <laughs> I was like, he can't be married. He can't have a woman <laughs> and he can't be married. All I ever see him doing is thrusting and pumping. Mm-hmm. What you selling? He's, sing- he's what single. You, what you, what he's you, got what a, you selling? He's got an That's OnlyFans. All I see is him thrusting and pumping. I didn't see his penis more times than you can shake a stick at. And I'm just like, okay, where your woman at? No. Because think about this now. We're we're all a brand. Everything yes. we do leaves an imprint in the universe. Yeah. Everything we do leaves an imprint. Everything. Every word. So if you're single. And you are looking to meet somebody. The first thing they're going to do is check out your social media. Social media. You want to meet somebody, but you got on your social media all kind of craziness. Nonsense. And you, you're doing nonsense and you're, you're twerking and your legs is over your head to show somebody that you're flexible. What are you doing? And then you can't understand why you either don't have the man. Right. Or nobody wants to take you home to meet your mom. Well, because you look thirsty. I mean, are, are you kidding me? I mean, I mean, we, 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 he hasn't yeah. seen everything. We all have seen everything, but you can't understand why somebody don't want to marry you. But I mean, and you can't, I mean, we also don't want to do purity culture where it's just like, you have to be buttoned up to your damn neck. And you all don't. That. But at the same time. But I don't want to see your my, coochie every time right. I turn on the damn my social media. Right. Be mindful. You know what I mean? Like, I know what I put out there. My 25-year-old son is going to see or hear. Absolutely. My 10-year-old son Absolutely. is going to, I mean, you. Absolutely. if you ever want children, like this shit lives forever. I tell my kids that all the time. Do not think oh. anything you put out on Twitter or Reddit, they will find you. They will yeah. find you. And so like when it does come to jobs and stuff like that, they do look at all that they stuff. They sure do. And it doesn't die. The shit that I did with regard to my career 12 years ago on the internet, it's still there. It's still there. It's all still there. It's still there. I can find it. Absolutely. And see, this is just a perfect example of what a wonderful person I am because I know that she looked up probably everything on me. I am actually the safest person in the United <laughs> States right now because she has probably private investigated me up one side and down the other. She's like, what is Meredith Willis all about? She's like, doesn't even have a speeding ticket, damn it. I was laughing about that because I just got a parking ticket and I fought it because I did pay to park, but they just, I don't know what they did. And so that got expunged. That's I fought it. I was like, I'm not paying $50. That doesn't surprise me that you fought it. I did. I went on the internet and I said, damn, Skippy, because here's my receipt. 
And then I got a thing in the mail the other day. It was like one of those feeding things. I got, yeah. you know, the cameras. Yeah. And it said it was a warning. And I'm like, oh God, thank God this happened before Monica came because she would have, she'd have been like, bitch got parking <laughs> you're tickets. So and, silly. And- <laughs> you so silly, girl. I don't care about no damn parking tickets. As long as you ain't no serial killer, I'm good. <laughs> so I'm not a serial killer. She's a- so, you know, we're getting ready to do this, this big series. Yes. And I mean, my listeners know me. I I do coaching. I, I have TikTok. I love blah, blah blah. But they don't know you. So like, let's take a minute here. And I, you you told everybody already that you do the TV show that you're, yes, you're doing. Yes, but my my core work is I'm a private detective. I've been a PI for 25 years. I've owned my yeah. firm for 23. We specialize in all kinds of investigations. I do a lot of very high profile investigations for a lot of professional athletes, a lot of professional sports organizations, high profile celebrities, entrepreneurs. I also have a company where we specialize in insurance fraud and Mm -hmm. we've worked for everybody, any insurance company, you name, we work for them to to try to help them to combat insurance fraud. I mean, it is a $7 billion a year industry where people file fake insurance claims. So um, I've done that for well over 20 years as well. And I am currently a crime expert on a true crime series on TV one called sins of the city. Mm -hmm. And it was an amazing opportunity. I've gotten a gazillion offers for my own show, but we're working on that right now. And it's probably going to come out next year, 2022, about my work as a fixer and a private detective. And I'm a certified life coach. And you do like you got COVID compliance. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. that. Oh, girl, I got so much going on. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I'm a COVID compliant officer as well. I've been involved in OSHA for probably well over 20 years. So Mm -hmm. it was a natural correlation when COVID came about to get my certification. So I work on a lot of movie sets in regards to making sure that everybody is just adhering to the the CDC protocols when it just comes down to health and safety regarding this COVID-19 vaccine. Yeah. It's serious. It is very serious. It is very, very, very serious. And it feels like it's getting like more people that are, you know, our age and younger where all of a sudden you're like, oh, they're on a ventilator. I just got a text from a friend. I have a friend on a ventilator. He's got a kid or this person is passed and this person. And it's, I it's, understand it's no everybody's joke. frustration. I get it. Like I heard this young lady yesterday and I had to kind of admonish her a little bit. She was like, I'm just over COVID. I'm sick of COVID. I said, sweetie, people are dying. Legit. Major. They're dying. Yeah. So I respect the fact that you're frustrated by it. I know it's been well over a year, year and a half. Everybody's been dealing with it. But this new variant. No joke. It is no joke. And it's taking kids. It is. Absolutely. It's taking kids. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's it's not about the discomfort of wearing the mask. Right. Get a cute mask. I got a look at a whole bucket right sitting over there. Girl, I got uh, old navy, that match all the outfits. Glitter, glitter, right? <laughs> you the colors, red, pink, everything, girl. I got everything. But I mean, know. like we're in and it. I never we... like to hide my lips. I mean, so either like that's my signature. Well, oh, girl, right? I'm I got lipstick. probably five hundred shades of lipstick, I girl. I haven't hot, but 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 I have to do. But we have to do it. What's required to keep not just myself healthy, yeah. but other people that are around me. As well. well, I mean. And Brock, my 10-year-old, he can't get the vaccine yet. I have to be vaccinated. Jim, Emerson, yeah. you, we have to be Everybody, vaccinated yeah. so that when Brock comes in this house, exactly, he's safe. He's safe. That's right. Because you and I are That's protected. Right. He's not allowed exactly. to be protected yet. Exactly. He doesn't have that choice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I saw that video the other day of that woman. Did you see she got she got fired? The coughing woman at the grocery store I coughing on everybody. I saw that. And I'll tell you what. I saw it. Being a, a breast cancer survivor of just a few short years ago, I saw her coughing on those women. And I, she, clearly she lost her damn mind. But I was scared. I said, Jim, this is scary to me that someone doesn't respect that she has no idea what those two women in that store that day are dealing with. She saw two women with a mask 
she doesn't know if they're in chemo. My mom can't get the the shot my because best, she just went through my, illness. One of my dearest, dearest friends, she can't get the vaccine either because yes. she, she has immune deficiency. So she right. can't. It's not that she doesn't want to. She not can't. Allowed. My mom's not allowed. She can't. So she has to yeah. wear the mask. So yeah. what if my mom was in that grocery store that yeah. day Absolutely. with a mask on and this lunatic decides that she's going to say some political thing because my mom is wearing a mask, your friend is wearing a mask and a coster by coughing, she thinks it's cute. That to me is frightening. Well, I was happy. I was so thrilled when I heard that she had gotten terminated from her job oh, because yes. there has to be repercussion. We're seeing it. It's there happening. Has to be. But it's the same thing where we're talking about the Cinderella stuff. Yeah. When I see young women carrying themselves or acting in a way that's less than ladylike or less than just I like feel themselves. an obligation yes. as a mature woman as an entrepreneur and just wanting everybody to do their best and be their best. Sometimes people really don't know any better. They just don't. Yeah. And you can't assume because of your upbringing and my upbringing. And we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. I'm from the North. Right. And we're from the same place I, from, from Ohio. From from Ohio. Cleveland. Yeah. And my mother was all about etiquette. Miss Shirley didn't play. Right. I mean, etiquette, all, everything, when it came to the table settings and meeting her friends and meeting associates and, I mean, all about etiquette. So I'm very conscientious of how I act when I'm out in public. That's not the same for everybody. Right. But when you know better, you do better. Right. And you have an obligation to teach the next generation because a lot of them don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I really don't. And I have an older daughter and there's the, there's the, that she's 22 and you have to, like, she wants to do herself. She wants to go to the club. I'm like all about it. But at the same time, eventually, as you start to get to a position where you do, and this sounds so sexist, but where you do want to attract a certain friend sure. or attract a partner, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can't be Dropping it like it's hot. Dropping it like it's hot. And then, you know, expect to be taken to the country club the next day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, drop it like it's hot in the bedroom, right? Like, (laughs) do that in private. But, you know, like, but at the same time, like, I don't want to be sexist and say you have to look and dress and do a certain way, but just understand water seeks its own level. So you are going to say that again. Water seeks its own level. Did did y'all hear that? Grandpa Burge, thank you. Water (laughs) seeks its own level. So if you were acting a fool, you're You're going to act act a fool. fool. You're going to get fools. That's it. Friends and everything. That's it. Everyone's, you cannot show up. That's why I tell women. When I'm coaching them and they're doing back to the Cinderella, write down who you are. Are you late to shit? Do you text back? Are you, can you afford yourself? Do you take care of your body? Are you healthy? Are you kind? Do you send birthday cards? Like, who are you? What makes you, you? I don't care what it is. Are you a meat eater? Do you, are you a good cook? Are you a good griller? Whatever it is. Are you you reliable? Right. Are you reliable? Are you loyal? Absolutely. You know, are you conscientious of like, I was up today at 7 a.m. I was getting shit ready. I was making sure that everything was ready for you because I'm conscientious of what I'm bringing you into my life. Right. And I'm making sure that I want to, but see, that's bringing you in and I'm attracting you. You're attracting me. We're like Mikasa e Sukasa. But see, that goes back to Cinderella. Like know I said, you Cinderella are. is a damn fairy tale. Let's mm-hmm. real and get real is what the title of this episode is. Get real. Because all of those things contribute to who you are. That's your All word. of those things is what makes you whole. Yep. All of those things, the friends that you have around you, your family, you and I both know family can be worse than people in the streets. Just because somebody is a family member doesn't mean that they're a positive aspect in your life. Sometimes family can be the worst. They're moving you, pushing you to be better. You know, and all of the sibling rivalry and all that. All those things, you have to take all of that into consideration because all of those things shape you. Mm-hmm. I don't have fake friends. Yeah. I just did a reel. I said, people need to learn the difference between friends, associates, and acquaintances. Because my friends, I have fantastic friends. Mm-hmm. But when I tell you I can count them on one hand, 
the ones who I know are my ride or die. Right. I can see, and now, that, but I know yeah. tens of thousands of people. But you have to be healed to know that. But the but my core, they so rock solid, it's not even funny. Right. Amazing men and women who really are about being progressive and moving things forward. Mm-hmm. They're solid spiritually. It's not about religion. Religion no. has that's girl, that's a whole nother week that's to talk about that. That's a whole nother thing. But religion has messed so many people up. So many. Oh my God, religion has messed so many people up because they know how to practice the religion. Right. Check but they don't have a clue about being kind. Right. Being spiritual, caring about humanity or another person. Ain't got a clue, but they can quote every scripture in the Bible. And I'm, 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 I mean, trust me, I was raised Baptist. Right. I know every scripture from the front to the back. Right. From you got Genesis to Revelation. I got it all. You got it all. But it's more important that I am spiritual or I have a compassion for humanity, a compassion for other people and for life to want to bless and make a difference. That's more important to me than just understanding the doctrine of a religion. But don't you think when people are reciting, you know, Psalms and all that, that, those, that's judgment. You don't, you're not remembering those back in the day. You're not using those today in conversation for yourself. That's all to be used outside of you. Sure. You know, sure. spirituality is 24 seven. Exactly. It's every thought, it it's is. every action, mm-hmm. it's every deed. It's, it's the Absolutely. relationship that you have with your God, Christ self that lives inside of you. And so that is something that is not on Sundays. That is something that is not to be Absolutely. used against other Absolutely. people. That's bringing you towards a person from your chest and your heart. But again, talking about what we're talking about with, with Cinderella being a fairy tale, I think it, what you're saying is just so on point because those qualities also help define your wholeness, your wholeness, your spirituality, your kindness, your, your love of humanity. Those things help build your confidence in your self-esteem. I said, those are the two most important things for all women. I don't care what anybody says. They can debate, they can contact y'all can text, email, Facebook, all that foolishness. But I believe that there's two qualities. Every woman has to have to truly be successful. And I can say this, I've been an entrepreneur for 28 years. I know I don't look at black don't crack. Okay. <laughs> black don't crack. It's this good in real but life too. <laughs> self-esteem mm-hmm. and confidence. Because when you have that, nobody can tear you down. Yeah. Losing a contract. And no one can you. save you. No man, whether he walks away or he stays or he finds another side chicken, he may, whatever it You're is. Still whole. You are fine. You're still whole. You're fine. Yeah. It's a part of your journey. It's a part of life. You're going to get over it and you keep it moving. Mm-hmm. That's what makes the difference between Cinderella. Yeah. And real life. And a queen. Seriously. And, and like queen. I said, what was the title? Cinderella is a damn fairy tale. Now let's get real and heal. People need to get real. Look at yourself. Self-reflect. Make the decision to do, put in the work. Mm-hmm. Shift and course correct. If you know you got some effed up stuff going on, change that shit. Fix it. Fix it. That's all you have is Where time. you can be whole oh. and you can go out into the world and attract the love that you deserve. And if you know that this, this God lives inside of you, that you woke up this morning, Absolutely. no matter what you look like, what size you are, what Absolutely. color you are, what religion you are, how much money you got in your bank, you know, wherever you're at today, even if you're struggling with addiction, it does not matter what it is. You woke up worthy of love. Absolutely. You woke up worthy of happiness and a yes. good life and nothing needs to complete you. Nothing can complete you. No, no purse, no outfit, no belt, no car, no house yes. can ever fix you. If you're broken inside, you can shop and do drugs so the and have sex home. and, and buy and go and do to the cows come home. And if you do not know that you woke up worthy without all of it, yeah. You'll, it's a never Absolutely. ending black hole of me. Absolutely. And so, Absolutely. But, but everyone that is hearing this, mm-hmm. you are worthy. worthy. That's, I'm telling you, that's the key to it. You are worthy. You are worthy. And see, that's what a lot of women struggle with. And I'm going to say this because I'm a big girl. Okay. But I, I, I'm not tiny. I, I'm not. Or, mm-hmm. no, I'm not. Girl, but I find that with a lot of plus size, and I know we're going to get a whole lot of feedback about this right here, yep. but I find with a lot of plus size women, full figure women, 
that a lot of women feel that they're not worthy yet. They have to, whoever picks them, yep. that's who they have to go with. Yep. That's some bullshit. Yep. You have, you have, and let me tell you what, a man a, does a not care. care. They don't. A real man does I mean, not care. They see your confidence. Yep. They see how you present yourself in the world. They see your success. They see your kindness. They see your characteristics and your qualities. That's what's more important. Yeah. It's not about somebody being a size two. Yeah. But just because you're plus size or you're full figure doesn't mean that you have to accept what comes to you. You make the decision as to whether or not that person or that individual is good for you to be in a relationship with. Bullshit about your size. Your size ain't got Trust shit to me. do with it. Men, Nothing. a real man who wants to be in a committed monogamous relationship with another, you know, human who is healthy, healthy mind, healthy heart, Absolutely. healthy body, healthy person. Absolutely. I promise you, and I, I think I've even told this story on a podcast here or there. My my twenty two year old and I, and she's a size six. We mm-hmm. went to Nashville. I am a size twelve fourteen. Mm-hmm. I am almost 50. When I tell you the men flocking to me in Nashville, I believe my daughter couldn't believe buying me drinks left and right. Didn't matter what the age they were. The lady sitting next to me is like, what is going on? Happens to me all the time. And I'm like, almost 50. The size 14 doesn't have anything to do with it. It is the energy. It is your energy. And women, you you need to hear this to the world. It's your energy. It doesn't have anything to do. With anything. Nope. And social media has made us believe that we are not good enough yet. Absolutely. It's ridiculous. And you are good enough no matter what size you are, no matter what 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 weight you're weighing in at today. You deserve God's best. Right now. You deserve God's best. If you want to have a goal, I mean, we all have goals. I have goals of what I want my body to do. Sure. Over the next. We all have Absolutely. goals, but you need to love yourself right now. Where you are. Where you are Absolutely. today. Go, you know what? Absolutely. All of this has kept me alive. Absolutely. So this is working somehow. Absolutely. I have a goal, but Absolutely. I like myself today. Yeah. And there's, don't get me wrong. I know that there's a, a lot of backlash and people have been saying things about certain plus size women that are celebrities as far as whether they're really posting a positive image of this, right. that, the other. Of health or whatever. Exactly. Right? It's, it has nothing to do with if you want to be plus size, that's great. There's nothing wrong you with do that. You. you do you. You do you. But when it affects your choices, right. when you allow somebody to mentally, verbally, or physically abuse you, that's when there's an issue mm-hmm. because nobody is supposed to be abused yeah. because of their physical actions. Yeah, you're not Nobody. Time. And so- nobody. So we're going to wrap this up because we have a million of these to record today. And I'm so excited. We're, we're just, we're powering it up over the next few days, even though we're going to come to you every single week, every single Tuesday. But today we are talking about Cinderella is a damn fairy tale. Let's heal and get real, man. Get real. That's it. But come back to us next week. Next week, we're going to have a whole new topic. We're going to be spitting it major here. Thank you so much, Monica, for being here today. Hey, everybody. I look forward to hearing from you guys. And you're back here again with me next week. Absolutely. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you would like to connect on a more personal level, head over to MeredithWillits.com. We're on Instagram at Meredith with a Y for behind the scene footage and outtakes. Please subscribe and come back each week for more Meredith with a Y. Thanks again for listening. Cheers.